Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead. Welcome to episode 89 of Beer Nuts, the podcast. And uh, we are here at Mondial de la Bière. Uh, this is an, something completely different. I uh, haven't done anything like this before. Um, I have Frederick Tremblay and uh, Steve Beauchene. I actually said your name wrong, like an idiot in our podcast. You didn't call oh, me out on that. Well, no, that'd be rude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have. Uh, both respective co-founders of Bose and of uh, Microbass Michel of uh, Gentlemen, thank you so much for... Uh, for hanging out today. Cheers. Right, thank you. Cheers. Thank you for having Appreciate us here. It. You guys came very far for this. So, ooh, what are you guys drinking, by the way? A double, Belgian double from uh, Norgne. All right. Yeah. Oh, nice. Different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a Brazilian uh, strong ale. Nice. Yeah. All right. I got that uh, steam whistle flagship uh, IPA. Vancouver. Keeping a local. Steam works. Steam works. I'm really tied. Right. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. I won't correct you on my name, but on the important Don't you miss How yeah. rude, how rude are you? Jeez, Steve, I thought you were a nice bloke. God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for you. I appreciate it. Always, always do. So, okay, this is an, something completely different. So basically, uh, how we even start this. So this, the purpose of this podcast and probably should go back to the start. So our friends at Four Origins, Microbrasserie Four Origins, um, who, funnily enough, are just inside there. They're going to come out uh, here. So they reached out to me because they wanted to talk about their new Quebec independence seal. And they, they, there was a post on Capsule Beer on Facebook. Did you, were you commenting on that? Were either you guys? I, I guess did, you were, I did. But you were, okay. I guess I didn't know who you were. We met just shortly after. Yep. There was a whole bunch of chatter, uh, mixed response, I guess, from that. Um, then Fred, you commented on the BOS post about it. So we did the video. They wanted mm-hmm. to clarify that. So we did a video, uh, a new segment, um, and it was about 20, 25 minute video with them just breaking down exactly what their intentions were and, and sort of clarifying some of the questions from online. Then, uh, perfect, that you reached out and said that you and Steve had just been together at uh, the CBAs in Halifax mm-hmm. and uh, you had some things that you wanted to clarify and talk about the, the other initiative that Steve, you've been working on for the last little bit. So I figured, well, instead of just doing a short segment, uh, this is definitely worthy of a uh, long-form podcast. So as opposed to just like the, you know, like episode 60 we did with you, where we, you know, get into sort of how the brewery started and, and the story behind it and stuff. Now this is like just a bit more of a free-form thing where we want to sort of go into deep into something like this this is really interesting and this, this is like I guess it's historical in the sense that Canada is going through the process of creating its uh, um, national seal and stuff which we'll get into and, and it's you know you guys are like spearheading it so why not you guys drove it out from Salavan from Ottawa yes let them know the four, well, actually, I was going to get Fred to maybe break that down, but that's a good idea. So if you haven't watched the video on Four Origins, I'll put the link in, in, uh, in the description, so check that out. So, and I just guess, to make things yes. clear, you know, it's just not 
we don't want it to be an answer to that podcast. You know, it, it happened to uh, uh, put some questions and, and we realized that were a lot of misconceptions or, or things that were not known that uh, as brewers uh, in Ontario, Quebec and uh, all across Canada, we were working on something. So it's just a, an opportunity really for us that you give us today just to come and speaks freely about what's coming because yeah. we want to reassure people that uh, you know a lot of people are taking care of their business yes. <laughs> so it's not because you know we've met with the guys from uh, for, uh, Catarigine they're really good guys we get along very well so it's not really a fight it's not an answer no, it's not at all. really just we all want to get together we realize everybody wants to work for the, the well-being of the uh, beer industry in Canada and, and I think that's what we want to try to do today is really answer some questions yes and that, that's exactly what it is and it's like you know the fact that they just rocked up and they're going to come hang out as well like it's yeah it's all love it's just like you know they did a pretty just... good job of shaking the foundations yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> they caused the conversation to, to get started i guess and, and to push it maybe faster or, or forward in a way so i mean if that's if they contribute to that that's fantastic so i guess we'll start it probably would make sense to start with the quebec stuff And um, we have a few little, I guess, you know, a bit of an agenda of the things we want to talk about. So do you want to start with sort of, I guess, how it's sort of from your side? Yeah, well, you know, there is a lot of talk uh, actually uh, nowadays between, you know, the independence seal and the quality certification program that we have in Quebec. Yes. And just to clarify things, you know, it's like Groundhog Day for for us because when Unibrew was sold, okay, I know that Tout Diab was a big thing. Everybody's talking about that. But uh, we have to remember that 10 years ago, it was Unibrew that was sold yeah. to Sleeman, which was sold after to uh, Sapporo. Yes. And so at the time, we were like... 30 breweries in Quebec, maybe 20 members of the uh, association, and we really decided that we wanted to go with something that would, you know, show on our bottles that we were independent. Right. So, you know, it's not something that just happened two days ago. It's something that we've been talking about for years. And when we were meeting, you know, we, we had a lot of people saying, uh, <clears throat> of course, we, it would be good to have a, a seal, but I'm not going to put the seal on my bottle if this guy has it because he's not brewing good beers right quality beers so we said okay so what would be you know the the the, the things the conditions that would uh, make you be happy to put your seal and everybody so we said uh, we should make sure that you know the breweries that are part of this have a quality insurance program in place. Right. Just to clarify, sorry, because I didn't say this before, you were the president of the AMBQ, which is the... For five years. For five years. Yeah, but which, that was way say, before me. Oh, this was before? Yeah. So when you're saying we, you're actually talking as Charlevoix. I'm talking about the AMBQ because I was on the, the board. I, I was, I was I mean, on the yeah. board, but I was not the president. I was, At uh, the time, okay. I was a small brewer, 500 li hectoliter per year, right. actually, when it happened. Uh, and so, you know, that's why, you know, there's a little bit of uh, confusion between what the AMBQ is doing and... Uh, and some people are complaining because they want to have the independent seal and we were like we don't want to go back and talk about independent seal and have to go through all of this story again right. so we said we're close to having you know a lot of breweries certified so uh, with, with the quality seal with the quality uh, certification seal so you know just to make it short We did that, and then at the time, people were saying, well, those guys who have bigger breweries, more money, will be able to put in place a quality insurance program, right. but the smaller guys will not have enough money. So it's like a cleavage with, you know, all the big guys will be allowed to promote themselves, mm -hmm. but the, sky, the, the small guy will not. 
So we said, okay, so what should we do? So we said the biggest, the bigger brewers said, we're going to give or share for free what we're doing. And we're going to go and hire some consultant and it's going to be paid by the MBQ to build this program that I have here and I'm proud to have it here. And and it's it's a book, you know, you have all the um, good practices in the industry. Mm -hmm. It's not going to tell you what to brew, what to put in your beer, but you know, if you're wondering uh, what should I do when I want to filter my beer, uh, what are the, uh, the processes that I should go through, uh, how, uh, what is the oxygen content I should aim for when I bottle or, or, or can my beer? It's all in there. Right. And it's all free when you join the MBQ. Okay. So, you know, first thing in the quality thing, it was the quality insurance program is a tool for brewers. Okay. It's free. Right. So just to um, make sure everybody understands, it's not, you don't need consultant. It's not going to cost you money. It's, it's free. Right. And it's a tool for brewers. And then after when it was done, five years after that, we said, okay, so what should we do to have the, 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 the seal? And we have to put ourselves in a consumer perspective where, you know, you're going to pay five bucks for a beer. What do you expect? Right. And that's when the uh, certification came, came from. It's now, you know, if I'm a consumer, I should expect this and that and that. And that's what the audit is about. Right. Because some brewers were saying we should send bottles in an independent lab to check if the alcohol content, if the IBUs and all that stuff is true. And uh, is it contaminated? Is it going to explode or whatever? Mm -hmm. And that's where it came from. And it's when, when we talk about AMBQ, sometimes I have the feeling that people think it's a big monster. Right. But it's, uh, it's 125 members, small brewers that are 200 hectoliter per year, biggest, bigger brewer with 100,000 X per year. And it's, it's, it's all a program that people agreed on, people worked on, and has nothing to do, it's not competing against what's happening right now. Uh, so that's where it came from, and that's why the MBQ focus was really when people were calling to know if we were going to go ahead with an independent uh, seal. We said, you know, we've been there, we've done that, now we are focusing on that, but we're open to discussion. And we know there's a big discussion coming up in Halifax, mm -hmm. and we should wait and see and, and talk about all of this when we have our new uh, strategic um, uh, like plan, uh, plan that, yeah. that we're doing right now. Right. So it's a very good time to talk about all those things. I think, I hope things were clarified about the quality program and the quality uh, certification. There are two mm -hmm. things, okay. tool for brewers, and, and consumer perspective. Right. And so only members of the MBQ currently can be quality certified, is that right? Yeah, well, you know, if you want to have the quality program that costs a lot of money to yep. put together, uh, you have to become a member, and it's pretty cheap, really. If uh, you get all, all of that stuff, mm -hmm. plus a course, plus all the templates that are needed to put together all the, the, the paperwork that is needed, and, and I say all the paperwork, that's not that bad. Right. You know, that's not that bad. I was talking with my brewer uh, a few weeks ago, and, uh, you know, I was asking, so do you do some overtime? Is it, how time-consuming is it for you to do all the the things that are needed by the uh, certification. And he said, you know, Fred, the only difference between me and a brewer that doesn't have the certification is that I have less time to chat on Facebook with my friends. Right. Because I'm filling, I'm filling sure a little more paperwork, but right. you know, I'm not doing any Still overtime. Still waiting for the mash to convert. Exactly, <laughs> anyway, so, so you have all, all the time that's needed. Okay, so then um, one of the, I think what, the criticisms that were made of this um, uh, 
particular program was that that it was expensive, so I guess it is free if you're a member. Yeah. And that um, I believe it started some time ago and it took a few years to get to, to be created, but it only really was released a year two, ago. One year ago. Yeah. So there was a there was a bit of the research, like you said, there was research putting it together and making sure it was like accurate information. Giving courses to uh, putting you, together a course is quite. Yeah, we have 125 members, so you not you cannot put them all. So we have uh, you have uh, you know like seminars every uh, every year okay. to understand everything that's done, and you know the the uh, quality insurance program itself doesn't cost a thing. You you do it, and quite frankly, if I was a startup. I would take this, look at all the templates, and say, "Okay, that's what a, a professional, um, like a professional, a professional brew, brew sheet looks like." As right. opposed to, I'm a home brewer, let's say, and why is that happening? And why do they ask that? Look into the manual; it's probably explained, and you can call whoever you want in the uh, in the brewing industry. They're going to explain to you why it's important to do that. Right. And then you you do that, all the templates, everything, and then after you're good to go. Right. Of course, if you want to have the certification, then you have to have some of your beer tested in a lab. So that's the money, you know, but nobody's making any money out of it. Right. You know, it's it's all because it costs money to have our, your beer tested. And then after you have the certification mm -hmm. and, you know, I think people should be proud uh, to have that uh, that seal of quality. Right. Uh, I think. If you go through all the websites of all the breweries in Quebec and probably Ontario and Canada, I would be curious to see which brewery doesn't have quality written somewhere on their website. Right. They probably have quality written somewhere because they they say they, they make quality. So what bad is it if you have someone from the outside that's testify and certify that you put together all the efforts to make sure that you have a st stable uh, beer that your consumer can can rest assured that if they pay five bucks this week mm -hmm. or in a month, they're gonna have access to the same quality beer. Right. And that the beer that you put on the market is as good as the one you won a medal at the Canadian Brewing Awards with. You know, right. you're just not shipping the good stuff to the, the contest <laughs> and, and selling not as good beer. So so gotcha. it's it's all the process that was behind that. It's not evil, it's it's just trying to help. Right. And then how does independence correlate with the quality side? I mean, I guess if you remember of AMBQ, you don't have to pay for this with the exception of the beer testing. But if you're not a member, can you can a brewery uh, get the quality thing? Because I guess to be a member, you would there, there must be stipulations like the American Brewers Association or something that you have to make X amount of under this amount and this amount of ownership. Is there something like that that like keeps the independent side of it, or is it completely got nothing to do with it? Well, to be a member of the MBQ, and I guess it's probably the same with the uh, Ontario Craft Brewers, you have to be independent. Okay, so, so that automatically, like, oh, we're a member. Well, of course we're independent, because you truly now could not be a member of AMBQ. Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. right. Yeah, they had to resign when they sold to Molson. Right. So that sort of, in for both of you, a question for both of you then, um, is that independence thing in this sense, is it still necessary in relation to this quality thing, or are they just two separate arguments or, or, or two separate situations that don't really need to be compared? Well, you know, as a AMBQ point of view, we were still pushing for the quality uh, seal because we spent a lot of money, we took a lot of time working on that, So, and, and it was, you know, by default. If you had that, you're independent. But, you know, we're listening to our members and all those who are not even members, and they're saying, we should have an independent uh, seal as as a whole. So we're listening. We're uh, we're 
talking with other provinces and uh, looking for Steve to, to really tell you about all the Canadian uh, association. Right. Uh, so um, it's always thinking about the greater good of brewers and consumers and uh, we're listening to uh, what our people are saying and if if you know they they want to have an independent logo on top of the, the quality. quality one yep. well it's going to be a decision that they will have to make in november at the uh, brewers association uh, conference yeah. right. so if, if you look at it one way they they're two separate but very intertwined ideas okay there's the idea of uh, a seal that unites brewers because they're independent, mm -hmm. but then there's also the uh, you know the ability to, to make that seal also stand for quality. Right. You could have literally two separate steel, seals, one that stood for quality and one that stood for uh, independence. Um, but uh, at that point, you're you're filling up a lot of real estate on your bottle yeah. with, with different seals. So. There's, there's, you know, more than one way that this might all sort out, mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but the, you know, the the main concept with independence is that you're not owned by, you know, one of the very large brewers in the world. Yes. Um, and then the idea of quality is one that that has been tied up, I'd say, probably in every provincial association. I know at the Ontario Craft Brewers, we we launched a seal probably six years ago now, okay. um, and we had all the same conversations around whether or not uh, you know there needed to be a quality program because what does the seal really stand for? Does right. the seal just stand for the fact that you're an Ontario craft brewer, or are we uh, espousing to some some level of quality? Hmm. And a good example would be something like what the VQA does uh, with right. Ontario wine. That, I where there's a, that's a quality There's specific, a quality right? program, yeah. but the first part of that quality program is it has to be Ontario grapes. Right. So this is the same sort of ideas do we want to make the independent seal stand for independence mm -hmm. or do we want to make it stand for quality and independence? And there's, you know, um, there's more than one way that that, that could play out. But mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you that all the other provinces in Canada are very envious of the work that Quebec has done right. uh, with their quality program. And it's, it is leaps and bounds ahead of what Ontario's done um, and I would guess it's leaps and bounds ahead of every province in the country so when we start talking about benefits of of a national association one of the things that that really quickly jumps to mind is the idea of sharing best practices between provinces so there are certain things uh, that Ontario's done really well that I think would be a huge benefit to, to Quebec. Um, this this quality manual and quality certification program that Quebec's developed would be a huge benefit to Ontario yeah. and to any other province. Uh, where we're, if we kind of take it back to sort of the first principles, um, there's there's a belief that that I've held very firmly and that seems to be, you know, bedrock for craft brewing is that if we all help each other, we all benefit. Right. And I think sometimes we get uh, we get caught up in, in sort of 
the the politics of borders and stuff mm. but but as brewers we're we're kind of above all that right and as craft brewers we care more about the camaraderie between brewers than we do about you know what side of an imaginary border that we sit on yeah and that's why that's why we're here that, yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> absolutely that's 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 why we're here is i mean fred and i are friends first first and foremost and uh I've, I've developed wonderful relationships with brewers right around the world, and to me, helping out a brewer is the most important thing that that we can do. Because when we help someone else, there's a there's a sense that that creates the atmosphere where we can all we can all improve each other's work and we can all do better together. And none of us on our own can can really stand up against. You know the really giant breweries that we're competing against. Yeah. You know they're literally thousands of times bigger than us, and and at the same time, when we all stand together, we actually have a chance. And that's where where you see that craft beer has performed the greatest. You also find that that is where the brewers have worked together the most. Right. And. Um, Canada, unfortunately, while all the brewers hang out together and have fun together, um, we've never, we, I shouldn't say we never, uh, because we, had we like did. like six years ago, yeah, we had yeah, well, some kind of... Well, uh, just as we were opening, the all the brewers in the country got together and, and they, they went to government and said, we need tax breaks for the really small brewers because there's no way there's no way we can survive otherwise right and the government listened and said yeah let's let's do this okay and at that moment in time instead of the brewers saying oh my god this is powerful we should really keep doing this they said oh we we achieved our goal we're done done. and then they all kind of went back doing their own thing right and uh and i feel like that was a real opportunity missed and uh Sometimes what you need is that that thing that everybody can rally behind because everybody's always got their different opinions of how this should be done or how that should be done. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we can, if we have that one thing that everybody's really passionate about, like 12 years ago when everybody really needed those those tax rates reduced, then it, it, it gives everybody that momentum. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, there's so much desire right now for an independent seal that this could be and will be the thing that unifies all Canadian craft brewers Uh, and and this time instead of doing the one thing and separating Mm -hmm. this time I want us to do the one thing and realize how powerful we are as a group and then keep working on it because I, I I just see so much opportunity for us if we can get past the past the the sort of the individual concerns of not just each province but each brewer because you put you put 10 brewers in a room and we're all fiercely independent right Right. so it's also hard for us to all agree on everything all the time right Uh, but i think if we really focus on what's what's you know the benefit for us all agreeing to the things we can agree to mm-hmm. and focus on what what makes us similar as opposed to the things that make us different right. uh, then we've got so much power as a group um, we know that 
you know, our customers, not just our customers, people in general want us to succeed. They're behind us. You know, politicians seem to be behind us. Everyone seems to be behind us. But if we can't, if we can't talk with one voice, we we tend to drown each other out, and then we never get we never get the progress that we're looking for. Right. Interesting. That was uh, really well said. So then. Sorry, I rambled. No, no, it's good. I love all of this. This is this is all. I'll gold. get off my soapbox now. <laughs> Stay put, sir. Um, did we? I guess we could probably move on to the to that next step. So basically, are we? Do we feel like we've covered the Quebec stuff pretty well? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. feel confident with that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, maybe was it two weeks ago or something? Probably was the Canadian Brewing Awards in Halifax, and that was why when the Catarajin stuff happened, it was a couple weeks before the fest, and then I think that's when you were saying or some people were saying like, oh, you, well maybe it was you specifically, Fred. There was like, oh, guys, like chill out for a sec. You guys were like already talking and there'd been some movement uh, towards like either a Quebec or a national thing I guess it's more of a national thing or was there a Quebec side that was already being worked on or was it just the Quebec was quality and then Steve you've been working on the but national you know we, we know that uh, some brewers in Quebec were working on an independent thing to uh, propose to the MBQ and uh, Ontario they probably had the same but you know we uh, we met when we were in Nashville Oh, yeah, and, CBC was uh, we ago. were at the CBC in Nashville and uh, we had meetings saying, okay, all the provinces should meet in Halifax to really sit down and have a proposal to, uh, to form a national uh, association. Maybe you're probably better off to talk to you about, about it. And um, <clears throat> the important thing, I think, everybody was like, oh, what is this national association? Is it going to be a competing association? Because, you know, a lot of provinces are struggling to have all the brewers of their uh, in their provinces to join their provincial association. So, it's, is it going to be like a competing association, or how, how would we, how would you do it? So, so just just to clarify that, sorry to cut you off. So, there is not, and I found that really strange. There is no national Canadian. Uh, um, oh, they're out. They're leaving. They're um, going. They're going to get some drinks. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, there is no national Canadian, um, like it's like the, craft, yeah, craft independent association. association. No. Um, why? I thought that was really strange. Well, and yeah, so again, 12 years ago or 13 years ago or whenever it was, um, kind of the, all the brewers got together, they lobbied for this one thing. They had actually created like the framework, of, a framework for an organization. Mm-hmm. But it really just existed to get those those tax breaks. So then I guess just like you said, the 12 years ago, whatever, it just didn't, it kind of fizzled out because they achieved yeah. the goal. And instead of being like, hey, we should create a, a national thing, they were just like, All right, That's we, right. Got, we got what we wanted, and let's, yeah, go, back let's home. go back And I think sort of the a big part of the reason why we haven't already seen a national association is in Canada, every province has pretty much entire control over how beer is sold in their province. So it's not a it's not a national framework of, of beer regulations. It's very separate which is kind of given all the provinces, you know, the thought that it's more important to have a provincial association than a national association. And while I agree with that, um, there are so many issues that uh, cross all the all the borders um, and so many issues that would benefit brewers right across the country. It's, it's been that thing that we've missed. Right. And as Canadian brewers, 
most of us have joined the American Brewers Association oh, yeah. as, as associate members mm. because they hold a great conference, they give great research, they, they do all the things that the Canadian Association, because it doesn't exist, doesn't do. Right. And over time, I think we've all kind of recognized that this is kind of silly. Right. Uh, so two, I guess it'd be three years ago at the Canadian Brewing Awards, uh, they actually held a panel uh, with the converse, like the topic was, should Canada have its own association? And they brought up a member from the American Brewers Association, and uh, she she kind of was was pretty blunt. She's like, I can't believe you don't have a national association. Right. You know, what kind of what's wrong with you? <laughs> and uh, I was I that I was sent to to be there on behalf of Ontario and it really got my my sort of my pride going and and really made me feel like you know what we've got everything we need for a national association we've got great brewers we've got great representation what we don't have is just that little push to get us across the line and so we had that conversation and then we talked about it but nothing really happened and then the next year, the Canadian Brewing Awards were in Ottawa, and I was asked to be the keynote speaker. So in my keynote speech, I, I was kind of disappointed that nothing had happened since the year before, so I, I took a big part of my, my talk to, to really sort of give, give a case for a national association. And, you know, there's, there's lots of great reasons why we should have one, but to me, the, the biggest reason is that without that, there's this giant void, uh, you know, in terms of speaking on behalf of craft brewers. Right. And, and without that, you know, the people that are speaking on our behalf do not have our interests at heart. Hmm. Uh, so... Who's speaking on your behalf right now? Well, right now, Beer Canada. You, you've got... Uh, the only national association right now is Beer Canada. Okay. And I'm not saying that they're, they're not a, an association of merit, but they represent kind of brewers of any size, uh, and the I think you know the vast majority of their funds come from you know the Molsons and Labats and and, and those Same. folks, um, yeah. which means that if there's ever an issue that kind of puts you know multinational brewers against independent brewers, Beer Canada can't adequately speak really for mm. either side. Yeah, um, and and so. To me, the, the most important reason is to have a collective voice and, and to speak on behalf of each other, but, but I think also to help each other. And to me, uh, you know, one of the things that blew me away about craft beer was the camaraderie, the, the companionship, and the sense that you know, we're fighting for a common goal, which is better beer locally made. And, uh, and we can do that better with a Canadian association. So I laid that out in my talk, and I guess I didn't realize, but I was inadvertently volunteering to become the, <laughs> the, the voice for a national association when I did that, because suddenly brewers from right across the country were reaching out to me saying, Steve, what are you doing to, to make this happen? And at first I was like, well, I just said it should happen. I didn't say I wanted to be the guy that made it happen. 
Uh, but I started talking with Rob Engman, who's the, the, president, of the, Taps Media. the president of Taps Media, who puts on the Canadian Brewing Awards, yes. and, and he's quite passionate about this as well. And uh, so the two of us uh, worked with uh, Rick Delmousey from, uh, from Sawdust City to put together a proposal to bring to this year's Canadian Brewing Awards. Uh, we were really fortunate that every single province that had an association sent a delegate. Nice. And and we laid out our our, our kind of vision for how this could work. Okay. Um, and the way that we see it is very inclusive. We want to make it so that you know one province doesn't have to compete against the national association. So. If you're a member of your provincial association, you're automatically a member of the national association. Um, that way, we're, we're really just trying to get everybody under the same tent so that we can really, really focus on, on being better for, for everybody. Um, and so we, we laid this out, and uh, I was actually pleasantly amazed, uh, not just surprised, but amazed, that every single province at the table said yes this makes sense yes i think we should work on this now obviously they're one delegate so what we asked each delegate to do is go back to their associations uh, and we said by the end of june we'd like a firm commitment that you you as a as an association are are going to participate in this and so we're really really hopeful right now that come the end of june all of the provinces will say yes we we can be part of starting this up we don't have all the answers at this point and nor should we because you know i think the lot the worst thing that we could do would be to say hey newfoundland hey bc hey alberta we've figured it all out for you here's exactly how it should work right all we're really saying is we can agree on the issues that are most important to us. Mm -hmm. We can agree that a national association will will further this, um, and then we can hash it out at a table once we've got everybody at the table. But uh, but so it looks like this year uh, there's a lot of momentum. And the interesting thing is, like I said, 13 years ago it was the tax relief that that brought everybody together. This year, it looks like it's that seal of independence that seems to be bringing everybody together because Quebec is, is ready for it, um, Ontario's ready for it, every province seems ready for it. Yeah. And we all seem to recognize that if we each have our own provincial seals, it's going to be harder to get awareness, it's going to be hard to get attention, it's going to be very difficult for the the consumer, customer, the yeah, consumer, yeah. To, to know what that seal really means. Mm. Whereas if we all put our resources into one seal, we just speak with a voice that's ten times louder, and then hopefully it'll be easier to get people to really understand what that seal means. Mm -hmm. And and then from an association perspective or federation or however it ends up getting getting named, um, what we have is that thing that brought us all together. And I think that's, you know, timing is everything. And the fact that uh, uh, Forajin had that seal, in a lot of ways, is the best thing that could have happened because it, it really highlighted the, uh, the urgency to move on this and not 
not take two years of discussions, but right. to make it happen now because now is the time everybody in Canada needs that independent seal mm -hmm. because it's getting more confusing every day for customers. So we need to we need to have that seal. But, but if at, we don't, at the same time, you know, it's I think it's important that. You know, we realized that uh, in the U.S. it took them a little while to make sure that, you know, Absolutely. everybody in the U.S. would like be behind that because, yeah. you know, some, some guilds already had their, their seal of independence. Right. And when they did it, it took them quite some time because they wanted to make sure that all those people that already had seals would kind of disconnect from their own yeah. and, and adopt the new one. And we're lucky because there are no real seal actually in Canada, but the discussion has to be uh, really open with with all of our brewers. Uh, you know, it's it, it makes sense that if we are to go forward with an independent seal, we might as well go with a national one yeah. because you don't know how much money was invested in the U.S. for their independent seal. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, there's a lot of talk nowadays, people saying, you know, why don't we just copy what they did in the States? It, it's so easy. It's, it's really uh, obvious. Use the same seal? We cannot. You know, it was asked, uh, the BA was asked if uh, other countries could use it, but for copyrights reason, they, they will not allow that. Okay. Because they could not, you know, decide if, it's, uh, if they could revoke the, 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 the seal from one brewery in Canada because they don't have any exactly. rights. Uh, so, you know, yeah. even if it looks like it's going to be easy, there is still a lot of talk that needs to be made to make sure that you know that it's not going to be used against us. Hmm. Because can you imagine if um, if uh, tomorrow morning uh, one of those breweries that were bought back by the big guys but still have an independent part, like Trou du Diable and uh, Archibald, you know they yeah. still have you know their pub that is yeah. independent. What do you do if they ask for uh, for the uh, independent seal and they promote it everywhere? I forget about asking if they just use it. <laughs> so, so you know, yeah. you have to think about those things. If someone has a connection, whether it is by by law or just by the name that they use, it's not something that they have in the U.S. right now in the um, in the paperwork. But it's something that we need to think about in mm. Canada because two of those breweries that people are afraid of. You know, could use it against us. Mm. So, so you know, we still. I think we still need. Um, it's got to be done right. Yeah, yeah, we still need to to be able to sit down with all the brewers and really realize what we're doing. Mm. Because if we don't do it right, someone uses the wrong way. That's it. We're done. Yeah. You know, we're, it's going to go against what we needed to to do, and uh, and that's why you know I, I truly believe we have to to go from coast to coast with that thing. We really have to be able, if we want to promote it, to promote it as a national association because it costs the BA a lot of money to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're stronger uh, together than trying to do our own thing. Right. Yeah. How how deep? Is it now? Like, how far has it gone? Is it more just like you're at the point where you're waiting for the firm commitment, and then once you get firm commitment, then it goes? Or do you, like, how much more work is there to do? There's still a lot of work to happen, yeah. So with the firm commitment, then we have to uh, bring in uh, professionals. We've got to hire someone to create to create the whole thing, the logo, basically. Yeah. The name of the feder the name of the... Yeah. What um, the logo is going to say. Okay. Yeah. And then you get into all of the issues around, you know, uh, what are the bylaws and the funding and, 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 and everything. We, we've put out a proposal for funding, at least in the interim, mm -hmm. uh, but on the ongoing, you know, sort of running the business, we'd have to, 
you know, agree on, on how it's going to be funded for sure. Gotcha. And uh, so none of this is easy, uh, and all of it takes time, but having that, that one thing that everybody's really concerned about speeds the whole thing up because mm. everybody's motivated to, to get it solved for that, for that reason. Mm. I, I want to actually ask, like, why... One of the questions I asked the boys, uh, the Four Origins boys, was I was... I, I definitely think it's important to have the seal. Like, I know I'm from Australia. I know they, they brought one in uh, mm-hmm. late last year. Um, and, you know, of course, America has one that's just kind of cool. England's got one now, England's too. got one now. I think yeah. it's, like, Germany or something. There's, like, five countries, they were saying, have them. Yeah. And I think it's good, like, for the consumer perspective, if you walk in, you know, like, I am luckily in Canada, I kind of know, because I live here and I know what's up. But if I go to the States and there's 8 billion breweries and I I'm found something new and I'm like, was this faux craft? Like, you know, you can tell, like, after a while. Yeah. But... Like, in Canada, how many breweries have been bought out? I mean, there's, you can count them on one hand pretty much, right? There's some Granville Island, Cream Moor, Mill Street, now Archibald, Trudiab, probably a couple others are missing. So it seems to me that even with the amount of breweries in Canada, which is... In, 700? In the whole country? 800, I think, but... Uh, so there's over 800, I think, now, yeah. nothing. So of all of those, less than two hands. So how confused could the consumer get is, is, is sort of how I, I was thinking, like... Why is there so much passion for something that isn't that confusing? It is a little, yeah. but it's not overwhelmingly so. Well, and I, th- I think it gets more confusing every day uh, because you've got, out of that list, then you've got things like Mad Noisy. So that oh, like is... a sub-brand. That's a sub-brand of, a, of, a, of, of a Cremor, which, was... you know... And then you've got okay. Rickards Red and Rickards White, which is a made-up brewery like that doesn't even exist really I heard Wicker's White was just Blue Moon in Canada yeah exactly so and all the other beers are the same thing I just some so other it's, beers it's, it's no, not it's a real it's not a real brewery it's it's a it's a label that that gets slapped on on bottles and people think they're buying something from a brewery so where does the beer come from from the same plant in Molson that supplies everything else. everything else um, so I'm told <laughs> it sounds about. I've, n- I've never seen it being made, so I, I'm, I'm repeating third-hand information. So. What's for me? What's for me, Steve? Um, PSA. But uh, but then you've got. Still, I've uh, probably Jeff Molson uh, texting and saying, "I want to I want to have a, a chat with you. I want to." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do that. Uh, but then you've got um, you know things like Goose Island showing up. Uh, well, is that a craft brewery? So so it it. It's less confusing in Canada, I would agree with that, but it's still confusing as shit. Mm. If you're if you're sitting there as a consumer and you're seeing, you know, Granville Island, Mill Street, Madden Noisy, Creamore, you know, Goose yeah. Island, it get you're sitting there going, Oh well yeah, that sounds like a cool brand I've never heard of. I'll give it a try. And you know, it's it's hard for us to sometimes remember, but we live and breathe this. Most of our consumers enjoy craft beer, but it's it's not necessarily their their all-encompassing passion. Um, and you think like, how much time do you spend, you know, researching the coffee companies you buy from? A bit. It's coffee. If, <laughs> Same thing. 
but I get you. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, and I, I chose coffee because that's another thing that, that some people are really passionate about, but other people are like, I, I like a good cup of coffee, but if it's independent or not, you know, I'm not that concerned as long as they make good coffee. Hmm. Um, and that's, that's the argument we're trying to make as craft brewers, that it matters whether or not we're independent, not right. just do you like it. Gotcha. But at the same time, you know what you're saying uh, makes sense. And we have to, uh, some people are so an urge to have that happen. And I think, you know, we still have time to make that right. And that's what I'm trying to explain to people that are saying, we need to have our Quebec logo right now. We have to need to have our Quebec seal by the end of the summer. Otherwise, you know, if it's not there, we're gonna we're gonna create one. We're gonna create a new one. We don't care about any uh, association or organization that's gonna take care of it. And it's gonna be free. And whoever signs a paper saying, "Oh, I, 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 I praise the Lord. I, I'm, a, you know, I'm a real guy." Come on, guys. Just give us some time. Just give. You know, all those representatives and people that are talking together to make that like a greater thing, take the time to make sure that it's going to be used uh, according the needs that we have and it's going to have the impact that we aim at because, right. uh, you know, it's, I don't think, uh, you know, uh, no brewery is going to die tomorrow morning if we don't have that independent seal. Right. So we, it's, it's better if we take time make sure that everything's done right. So please leave us some time to, uh, to do that. <laughs> gotcha. I, I guess also, like, just, I was playing devil's advocate, of course, uh, but as, as the craft beer community uh, and just the, the, the market grows, that's probably going to get more confusing for people. There's going to be more people that, because a lot of people that are into craft, I'd, I'd say is a decent portion of them, it just becomes like a hobby, I guess. And you Absolutely, do get yeah. into it. You, know, you live and breathe it. I'd say I'm a little a few steps behind you guys, but this consumes a lot of my time as well. And I know more than the average person. But then all our friends who are just drinkers tend to end up knowing a lot about it. So then they get used to it. But as it gets introduced to more and more people, they're going to be confused. So I guess it would save that confusion. Like yeah. off the bat, if there's a consistent one across the country. Yeah, one well, I, I have to admit, even as someone who lives and breathes it, as soon as I step outside of you know, the area that I'm most familiar with, it's very confusing. Uh, yeah. And you know, for for tourists, I think it's important. But I, I, I do think even just with the number of new breweries opening up. The, the marketplace gets more and more confused as to who's who and, and who's, who's really a craft brewer and who's pretending to be a craft brewer. Right. And, and that confusion is hurting us. Uh, you've seen in the, in the United States, craft beer has slowed dramatically since the big brewers started playing in that yeah. field. And if we don't do something to protect ourselves against it, um, we're in for the same or worse here. Right. Do you guys see um, the big guys buying out more breweries? Like, do you think that's going to be a, a trend that will continue in Canada? They each need one in each province, at least. Where, where are we at now? Like, just three, probably. Um, like Quebec, well, in Quebec, Ontario, in Quebec, they probably uh, they're probably good for a little while. Yeah, right. They got <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, because you know, enough. once they buy someone, they have to invest. Uh, they have to. Uh, spent a lot of money with marketing and sales and stuff like that. So uh, I think they're pretty busy. Uh, both both big guys are pretty busy for quite some time. While. What I expect to see is more, you know, um, small brewers getting together or, you know, big micros buying back small micros. We could see a little bit mm. of that. How do you feel about that? 
Well, positive, negative. Yeah, you know, as long as it stays independent, it's good. Yeah, yeah, true. Quality. Yeah, 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 and I I think, um, you know, because there's a lot of spirit of working together. um, If if it's done right, it, it can be. It can be right if it's done wrong or for the wrong motivations. I mean, just because you're a small independent brewer doesn't necessarily make you a good brewery or good people. Very true. Um, Very true. So good citizen. <laughs> so exactly. So so I, I think there's sort of there's different different layers to the onion, right? Yeah. Uh, knowing that it's independent and craft is great. Uh, if you really care about who you're buying from, you should know who you're buying from, right. you know. And uh, and it starts to get into a really thorny issue because you, you start talking about, well, what about a brewery that's got a lot of, you know, um, venture capital that put money into them? Is yeah, that still independent? Yeah. Um, you know, the way it's been defined is, I think, the way it should be defined, which is it's independent of... Larger, you know, large, you know, the the global brewers, yeah, right. uh, because and that's independence of beer, um, yeah, which is what it's talking about, and it's a twenty five percent market share. No, twenty five percent ownership in the states. That's the how states, they right? defined it. Yeah, and like they they keep. I know founders were pretty annoyed with uh, they they kept raising the volume, the production volume for uh, Sam Adams. That's right. To keep them in it. Yeah, they had like thirty or thirty-five percent bought out, and then they got kicked out of the BA. Yeah, because uh, of that, so they was like, "Well, what's the difference? They just keep putting up the volume for more." But I see the argument. But um, is that something that you would, you guys were going to do? I guess you would have to come up with your own uh, definition of what independent means. Yeah. Well, you know, the biggest brewery in Quebec, biggest micro is probably less than two hundred thousand x. Right. In the US, we're talking five million barrel. Right. So. We're not there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. The scale's very different for sure. Um, And then the percentage ownership comes up. I know it's come up in Ontario. Uh, One of the one of the interesting ways a national association could sidestep the whole thing is just say if you qualify in your provincial association, you automatically qualify, which kind of simplifies it. But then it means there will be differences. So one province will allow. Maybe 20% and another province would only allow 10%. Mm. Um, so that's something that you guys have to work on, sort of clarifying at a national level, and therefore that might even trickle har- down to a Yeah, you. hopefully we can harmonize things and kind of nice. come, come to agreement on the things that we can. Sure. But again, we're all so fiercely independent that I, I kind of, I like the idea of a model where... You know, what qualifies as independent in Nova Scotia might be different than what qualifies in Saskatchewan because maybe there's different issues that are at play there. Mm. So um, I don't I don't like the idea of being too prescriptive about it. Okay. But what I do like is the opportunity for every province to see what every province has been doing because it seems like a lot of the times we're trying to recreate the wheel. And we're having the exact same conversations, whereas if we could benefit from hearing how other people had tried to solve it, we'd all get better better answers. Right, and quicker. And quicker. And and then if we started harmonizing those things, that would benefit everybody. Right. Uh, where it made sense. But I... I because I, you know, I believe so much in independence of the brewery. I think the provinces need their level of independence too, mm. and I'd, I'd hate to have a scenario where 
you know, we were sitting there telling Quebec, like, you have to change your rules to accommodate a national association. I don't, I don't think it would be right. Can you imagine Ontario telling Quebec yeah, how, to, how, to, how to be independent? <laughs> <laughs> that works well, yeah, usually, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I guess it is. So there's a lot more. That's some stuff that I didn't even really think about. So, I mean, this, this is quite a, a very in-depth, you know, very challenging task to undertake to, to do something like this. Yeah, um, it's it's not as easy as saying, hey, guys, let's let, let's, let's all be, get together and do this. Yeah. And copy what's already happening in the States. You know, we have to... Like, you could probably use the, like, framework to a degree, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and that's where we benefit is, you know, every province has done a lot of work. The Brewers Association has been very helpful already, offering to give us all sorts of support and, and materials. So we, we don't have to start from zero, which is really cool. which is huge for us. But we have to be very conscious of the fact that every province has, you know, developed their own way, and that that that's I think it's important to respect that and yeah. to to make sure that we don't we don't uh, negate what's important to someone else yeah and and i think as long as we've got the right mentality to it then i think i think a lot of what could become show-stopping issues just go away it's like okay you guys you're allowed to decide what you want but let's all tell each other what we're doing and then maybe some of that makes sense for everybody right and uh, use it as the positive as opposed to the negative. Mm. Okay. What do you think the time frame for, um, for this is going to look like? Do you guys have, or is it just sort of like, take as long as it takes? Is it years? Is it? So uh, it's very important mm. to me that we have a national association up and running before the next Canadian Brewing Awards. So we've got about a year. Yeah, and the, the kind of the rough timeline that, that I've got in my head is... By the end of this month, we'll know whether or not every province is on board. Mm-hmm. Assuming they are, it'll take us probably a month to two months to get someone hired. It'll take that person probably five or six months to kind of put all the pieces together. And my hope is that while they're doing that, they're also tackling this first issue, which is the seal. So that by the time we see next year's Canadian Brewing Awards, if we don't have a seal, we're really close to having worked out the issues on it. Um, that might be a little bit ambitious, but I've been accused of being a little bit ambitious before. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, but uh, but I, I would be very happy if next Canadian Brewing Awards, we're celebrating a national association and we're, if not celebrating uh, an independent seal, we're we're really close to it. That's pretty good. And you, and you feel confident like that that could uh, happen well, at this point? What is it that they always say in, uh, in press releases? I'm, opti- uh, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That is fantastic. Do we, do we feel like we covered everything then, looking at the notes I have here that we had? I mean, do we feel, we guys feel pretty comfortable that that um, covered, I guess, with looking at this here? You know, one thing very... that's probably important to say is... Uh, when we were talking, uh, every association, provincial association, works with really small budgets compared to what they have at the BA. You know, BA, we've been told it's $28 million that they have. Can you imagine that? Jeez, what did, so, that so, you know, I think it's important for brewers to realize that uh, if they want their association, the province, provincial associations, to, to get on and, and realize stuff and do what, what's best for them is to join. Right. Because we are still a lot 
there are still a lot of brewers that that don't feel like you know their money is going to be worth you know investing in their association and you know now everybody's talking about oh we want to have a seal we want it for free we want it for even people that are not members of associations but you know somehow somewhere some someone's going to have to pay for all that so come on if you don't if you don't even think that uh, you know being a member of your association is worth it come on guys how do you think it's going to happen yeah so i'm kind of urging everybody every brewer to, to pay your dues to pay your dues to join <laughs> we have brewers that brew 200 hectoliters per year and because it's part of their beliefs to be part of something bigger than them and to be part of of something that works for them they pay and sometimes you feel like there are some other people that you know their beliefs is that they should have access to everything for free mm -hmm. come on guys get up make your check <laughs> and, and send money to your association we need that if if you want if you want us to be able to do what you would like us to do be part of it right yeah and we face the same sort of issues in Ontario where a lot of brewers uh, have decided not to join some say it's because of the money some say it's because they don't agree with one issue or another yeah. mm -hmm. uh, okay. but my, my response back is if you disagree with an issue you should even more reason you should join because then you can vote to change that issue right and uh, the more people that we have on the association, the more that the association will truly reflect all brewers uh, in the province. Right. And it's the same thing with the National Association. If everybody participates equally, uh, it will equally represent all of our interests. And, and I think it's important that uh, people understand, you know, the more they, the more they contribute, the the more they get, it's like, the, what's that saying? You know, you, you get the you get the country you deserve while you also get the association you deserve. Right. So um, I, I think that, you know, that's a, a great point and maybe a, a good sort of call to action to sort yeah, of end it on. And I'm looking at my empty pitifully glass. empty glass. It is pathetic. And, and I, I feel like it's time to get another tiny sample a of beer. Sample, <laughs> which is why we had half pause, uh, quarter pause even. Uh, hey, thank you for uh, the, 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 the staff here at the uh, Mondial yes. to allow us to be at the, v Katia. the VIP. Yeah, yes. super Katia nice. and Janine and everybody at the Mondial. Yeah, Mondial. Yeah. This is going to come out after the festival, but uh, yeah. I guess Go, next year. Go next year. Go next year. It's a lot of fun. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much. I really awesome. appreciate that uh, yeah. you guys coming down and uh, thank you. taking the time. You guys drove really far for this, and uh, I really hope this is valuable for everybody and um, they get the point. Where can people find you guys online? Let them know. Get your promo on. What do you want them to know? This will drop next Wednesday, so yeah. it's like... www.bose.ca Easy. Yeah. And yeah. www.microbrasserie.com Oh really? You have microbrasserie.com? I know, I know. Ah. <laughs> cheeky. Head of the curve. <laughs> I love you, it. That's what you get for starting your brewery 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what you get Triple for. Triple OGs out here. Um, guys, thanks again. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed the episode, give us a big fat thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. Check out the Long Form Audio so you can hear very attractive gentlemen like these two talk about very important issues. That is it, guys. Thanks again. Cheers. Cheers.